Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Metro. It is December 1st, 2017. Oh, I screwed it up. Screwed it up. Second. December 2nd. Oh, you know what happened? I, oh my gosh. I I can never get it right, ever. No matter how hard I try, I actually forgot to retitle the document that it was December. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. All right, whatever. Uh, so hi everybody, welcome to my Metro. I screwed up again, as always, but that's okay. December 2nd, I know, Hunter! I know! Rip headphone user, so sorry. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, Hunter. He says, December 2nd, terrible. No, ha sacked, fired, blame the sickness. Dang. Yeah, Zodl, yeah, very true. Looks um, like I just got a promotion. Yeah, right. Oh, so you, now, you're, now you've got to find a new host. Because I'm done. I'm out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Come back. No, no, seriously. Okay, no, seriously. Uh, nope, it's not the second. It's Christmas. Okay, Christmas season, whatever. There's some people that actually would, would beg to differ with me. It's kind of annoying. I've had a couple arguments with people that it's like, even though it's not Christmas, no. It's the holiday season. It's still the Christmas season. Deal with it, you know? Uh, but yeah. Um, okay, grid stun, I'm out too. Olivia Lover, come on. Mm. Alright, so first of all, <clears throat> in case you guys are wondering if I sound terrible, I have a cold. I'm still trying to get over it, so I'm going to be temporarily indisposed, maybe during times of the show, so I'm terribly sorry. Gertrude, you're going to have to wing this today. I'm going to dump it on you, responsibility. The weight Sounds of the like show fun. is on you. Sounds like fun. So, but anyway, yes, actually, how are you, Gertrude? Hopefully not sick, because everybody's <laughs> been getting sick lately. It's ridiculous. Well, it's everybody. It's that time of year for everybody to start getting sick. In fact, I was getting sick uh, earlier this week, but I took about 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C three times a day, and not only did I have the runs, but I was also feeling better. I don't think people need to know that you had the runs. That was a bit much, but yes. I, I, but at least it's good. At least, hey, if I guess better than... Not everybody. Yeah, I know. Not everyone. Just you, Grid. Ha ha. Zonal. Wow. I'm sick. Live, lover. I'm so sorry. You have my prayers and stuff like that. Take <laughs> See, vitamin C. There you go, yeah. And cayenne pepper tea is actually really good, too. You dump some red pepper in tea, actually, drink it slowly with uh, about three or four things of honey, actually. Really good for your throat. Helps kill the bacteria in your throat. So there's a helpful tip for well, morning okay, metro. Um, uh, Grudz, no. Hunter. It's like, Hunter's, like, freaking out. I'm fired. Oh, my gosh. Hunter is, wow. like, hyper today. We're both fired now. Oh, <laughs> wow. Get well soon. Thank you, Zono. All right. Before we continue with any more shenanigans, Gertrude, I'm going to dump it on you on the first article. So let's go. Bam. Bam. Okay. So Google collects, collects data on Android users' locations when location services are turned off, says the report. According to foxnews.com, a news report shows that Google has been accessing data about Android users' locations even when the user believes that that the data is being kept private. Go figure. You think something's mm. private? It's really not. Mm. According to a report from Quartz, Google has been able to access user data about their locations due to Android phones collecting addresses of cell towers. That data is then sent back to Google, mm. which may be an invasion of privacy. The mm. report goes on to say that in January of this year, we began looking into using cell ID codes as an additional signal to further improve the speed and performance of message delivery. A Google spokesperson told Quartz, however, 
we never incorporated cell ID into our network sync system. <clears throat> so that data was immediately discarded and we updated it to no longer request the cell ID. Hmm. The report then continues to say, to ensure messages and notifications are received quickly, modern Android phones use network sync systems that require the use of mobile country codes, otherwise known as the MCC, and mobile network codes, otherwise known as the MNC. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now, I would like to say, actually, that um, I was kind of aware of this being a thing. Uh, because I saw a video from uh, Tech Quickie <clears throat> where um, they were talking about how do how does Google get uh, real time data about traffic conditions, and it was because that the location services on your Android phone. This is my Note uh, Note Four, in case somebody's wondering. Samsung Note Four, love it. Need a new battery, but I still love it. Um, uh, that the location service on your phone. Uh, is basically they they detect how fast you're moving from cell site to cell site, which then is gathered in a global sort of network of sorts that gives live traffic conditions to Google Maps. So essentially, yes, you are being always tracked um, with as long as you have your phone with you. If you don't, it's at home. Well, then you know whatever. But. <coughs> um, uh, that's, you know, that's how I kind of was aware of this article. And honestly, like, here's what's annoying to me. We're just now complaining that location services is a problem when we've had them for years. Yeah. Like people like, hello, Google has been building this for years and you're just now, <laughs> why is it that we always have these articles that come out months after the issue? Months after, like, we already knew this kind of stuff. What is this? Like, are people just now like, oh, duh. Yeah, duh. We've had yeah, it for a while. Well, Apple's been doing it. Apple's probably one of the first people to do it, I think. And then then, and then and Windows. And then people complain. Okay. Little rant. I have a rant. I'm so sorry. Okay. So we were okay with Apple tracking our information, having all of our data in their cloud, right? Yeah. But then when Windows 10 came out, everybody freaked out. I'm like, guys, Apple's had it for years. Hello? You're just now having a problem with this? Uh, here, here's, here's my thought on it. People ran out of things to complain about, mm. so they started finding new things to yep. complain about. They, didn't, they, <laughs> right. they knew about it. They didn't have a problem with it. Mm. But then they found out that maybe one person did, so they're like, yep. you know what? We want to complain about it, so let's have some fun. There's always something to complain about. It's annoying. It, it's, it's like... It's like... like the horse is left, and now you're closing the door. Hello? I, I just, oh my gosh. I Yeah, yeah. I don't even. But yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if you're going to use location services, obviously there's going to be some, you know, you're going to have to have some worry that somebody somewhere, for whatever stalkerish reason, wants to track you, which is really weird. But it, here's well, the thing. No. Oh, sorry. Here's the thing. I, I, I'll let you have your say. I promise. I, I love her to say you're just like, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, technically speaking, whenever okay, whenever we do software installs on computers, phones, whatever, we automatically agree, agree to a terms and condition, basically. Yeah. And when you set up your phone, you basically agreed to all the, to all the uh, long legal stuff that you agreed to your, to your terms and conditions that your device is going to be tracked. So, I mean, you shouldn't be, don't complain because you technically just agreed to a contract, basically. 
everything, every de every device that has, that has a TOS or I accept terms and conditions or I've read them or whatever, nobody reads them, first of all. You really, I mean, honestly, you probably should, but I know it's really long. It would take mm. eternity to read them because it's made by lawyers. Nobody understands them anyway. Um, but, like, oh, you know, basically, that one. <laughs> basically, don't complain if you're going to agree to it. If you're not going to agree to, if, if you not going to agree or complain about or write an article as Fox News did, then don't agree to it. Don't don't get a phone then or whatever. Uh, Gertron, what's your thought? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I, I, I've got a couple things to say here. Go ahead. One reason they're probably tracking is advertising True. purposes. True. And they're, they're always going to be collecting data <laughs> and selling your data. Yeah. Things about you as well. So, yeah. Now... Second thing, when you start talking about reading the terms of services and the agreements and whatnot, yeah. this week uh, I was on Facebook and I found this uh, article that listed a whole bunch of strange, funny yeah. things that were put into terms of services. Yeah. And there was one that stuck out to me. Oh? Yeah. Uh, so another company was buying out a company and they had agreed on a price. And the lawyers got the documents together, and the company that was selling their company had, like, a 200-page document. And in one single line in the document, they stated, and you will pay us $2 million every year. Oh. It didn't, didn't tell them that they put it in there. Let their lawyers read through it. Their oh, lawyers didn't no. read through it all. They signed it, and then they were like, yeah, you owe us $2 million as well. Oh. And they were like, wait, what? <laughs> We just. That's rough. The services. That is rough. Dang. So, so, and and there there were like thirty different uh, examples of things similar to that. Putting funny little things in there like that. Like uh, in one, uh, it was a McDonald's agreement when they sold it. Every time the previous owner came in, everybody yeah. had to start balking like chickens. What? That was part of it. So because they signed it, they they had to do it. <laughs> so it was a very fun McDonald's whenever the owner came around. Oh, man. I feel like I get some fail fish in the Twitch chat here. Oh, my gosh. That's, that is so rough. Holy cow. Um, so Olivia Lover writes in chat here. I need to start saying – I need to actually start saying in chat here for our SoundCloud uh, listeners, which, by the way, hello, SoundCloud listeners as well. We love you as um, too. Oh, this is true. This is true. Um, if the Indeed. purge happened, the first thing I would do is uh, don't read the article. With an <laughs> evil face. Um Let's see. Uh, and also, Living Lover says also in chat, uh, you want to know how I personally get around this? I don't have a phone. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. That was great poetry. Uh, indeed. <laughs> indeed. indeed. I, you know, I just, it's getting annoying. Like, I'm seeing more and more of these articles uh, pop up where people are just, like, complaining about all this stuff. I'm just like, guys, you, everybody, like, even the people who wrote the article, they have a phone, too. And they're writing about the very thing that they own. It's an irony. You're just, like, you're complaining about it, but you also have it, too. So, I don't know. It, it just, oh, my gosh, it's so dumb. Mm. Well, moving on to more things that are dumb. And, by the way... This this guy's face. This this. <laughs> I his expression is so dumb. But um, this is about the FCC net neutrality. It's in the news again. 
um, because the FCC is full of a bunch of morons who don't know what they're doing and all should be fired and hired by Twitch. And then they should all be replaced with Twitch streamers, in my opinion, because we know what we're doing. Um, well, at least I hope we know what we're doing. If not, I feel sorry for you. Uh, yeah, sometimes we do. But, you well, know, let the people decide. Right, right. Um, so the Federal Trade Commission, uh, once again, is basically putting net neutrality um, under, I guess I would say under fire in a way. Uh, so basically to Beck, I guess to, and Gertrude, you're going to have to help me out with those, help me out a little bit with this. So, um, this is basically talking about how that they want to change, okay, um, go back to our desk here, how they basically chart, I guess, charging for the speed of your internet or whatever, and making it that you have like certain sites that are delivered to you faster than others based on like, what was it? Price priority or something like that is how that works. Yeah, well, that and it depends on who your internet service provider is. So let's say uh, in St. Joe, where I live, uh, we have two separate internet sur- providers, major ones. We have AT&T and Suddenlink. So, for instance, what it's what they're trying to get rid of or enact is that if you have Suddenlink... Suddenlink's like, oh, well, we promote these certain businesses, so their websites will load up faster for you. But ah. AT&T promotes these <laughs> certain businesses, but since you have Suddenlink, Suddenlink's going to make any site that AT&T promotes load a little slower. Mm. So okay. what ends up happening is <clears throat> it's not equal for everybody. Right. Which, is, which is dumb. Hunter says in chat, UK uh, for the win, boys. Nah, I feel sorry for you guys, though. Uh, and Olivia Lover also types in chat. Oh, oh God, not the net neutrality talk. I know, I'm so sorry, but we need to talk about because it because it is important. It is. Now, okay, so they've they've been in talks of this. Now, I, I, don't, I unfortunately did not pre-read this article. I am so sorry. I'm going to have to dump it over to Gertrude again, or, or maybe... Did you write some <laughs> notes about this, dude? Well, there are, there are notes here. Uh... According to foxnews.com, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this name correctly because it's a fun name. I think it's Ajit Pai is how you say his name. Ajit Pai. The Trump-appointed Federal Communication Commission chairman said Tuesday that he plans to repeal the heavy-handed Internet regulations and return to the light-touch framework under which the Internet developed and thrived before 2015. The move sparked renewed debate between those who applauded President Trump's effort to scale back on regulations and consumers groups and internet companies. <laughs> now, me personally, looking at it, I don't know how big of an issue it really is. I think it's just, it could be just media hype. Loading slower. How, how much slower are we talking? I mean, if it's, if it's a couple seconds slower... Who cares? But if it's like, oh, yeah, so it's two days, take you an hour. Two days later, the site loaded. Yeah, now that could be a problem. Right. But considering <clears throat> that they're wanting to roll it back to something that was before 2015. What was the internet like before 2015? I don't remember. I, I thought it was fine. I used the internet quite a bit, and I thought it was just fine. I didn't have any problems. As long as I had a decent overall internet speed, which I usually did. So Yeah. I think this might be getting a little too much hype. It's possible 
it's possible that it's another one of those attacks on Trump no matter what he does. Well, there's a very good video um, by Lack. Uh, sorry, not he doesn't he doesn't go by Lack. He goes by ComputerForever.com uh, now. Uh, and I wish I actually I don't I don't normally look up videos on the fly. I'm gonna have to actually look up this video on the fly. Okay. Um, there's actually a very good video by him. And um, side note to you, Gertrude, I think we're gonna have to start making um, uh, after show notes for people to look at the articles for themselves actually if they want to, um, so that we can dump because we need to dump articles in the chat for people here. Um, he did a very good video uh, talking about this. And um, I don't uh, hope I can find it. Yes, the consequences of losing uh, net neutrality uh, was a very good video. And you know, I'll dump this in video for you guys to look at at your own time, obviously. Um, but uh, he was talking about that. Okay, I don't I don't know if I agree with this per se. Um, but he was saying something effective like it's like the two two men want to distinguish themselves politically, you know, between, you know, Obama versus Trump kind of a thing, distinguish themselves politically for doing something good for the internet or whatever. Um, and, uh, that this was Trump's move to do that. I don't know if I agree with this, honestly. I think that was just kind of a, I don't, I, I don't know exactly if I want to like agree to that or, or agree with that or something, but I could play a little bit of the video maybe, um, here, because um, I don't know if actually where in the video he talks about it, but um, maybe I can okay. play a little bit of it here for you guys on stream. Um, again, credit to um, computingforever.com over on YouTube. Check out his stuff. He is an amazing person, and he has some good videos, but let's listen here. Providers may not block access to legal content, applications, services, or non-harmful devices. So obviously, without net neutrality in place, any website could be blocked for any reason, and the excuse given will be, hey, your ISP is a private company. They can choose to present you with whatever version of the web they like. No throttling. Broadband providers may not impair or degrade lawful internet traffic on the basis of content, applications, services, or non-harmful devices. So this would mean that without net neutrality, ISPs could choose to slow down certain services or websites as they see fit. No paid prioritization. Broadband providers may not favor some lawful internet traffic over other lawful traffic in exchange for consideration of any kind. In other words, no fast lanes. This rule also bans ISPs from prioritizing content and services of their affiliates. This is the big one. Without this stipulation in place, the loss of net neutrality would create a two-tier internet. Basically, super wealthy corporations could pay to have faster websites or greater visibility online. The little guy would be squeezed out into obscurity. Some ISPs would offer you access to certain websites that other ISPs wouldn't. It would be insane. With media consolidation happening, it would completely fracture the internet into pieces. This is a major issue I have with President Donald Trump. Now, while I'm all for... Uh, it's, the video is about 11 minutes long or whatever, but um, he was basically recapping a previous... Uh, Subject talking about net neutrality. So essentially, uh, Gertrude, I'm sure you're probably listening on stream to all that. Um, yeah. So um, thoughts on that before I, because I, I feel like I'm going to sound like an idiot if I try to talk about this because I'm still trying to have trouble trying to understand all this. Well, okay. So before 2015, everything was fine and I didn't have issues. So I don't see what the problem is going to be here. Again, I think they're making mountains out of molehills. Yeah. 
which in reality, now if they're talking about actually blocking websites because of your ISP, uh, there are ways around that as well. I mean, now, I believe it's North Korea. Which one's the bad Korea, North or South? North, uh, North Korea. North Korea, yeah. They block basically everything, and they only have like a couple websites you can actually go to. And when I say a couple, I literally mean a couple. Yeah. And you see how you get around that is with VPNs, virtual private networks. So even if your ISP decides to block something, there are ways around that. But in reality, what's the likelihood? Yeah. What What is the likelihood that they're actually going to block major websites? Look at it like this. If an ISP, if net neutrality goes away, if an ISP decides they're going to block Facebook, mm-hmm. can you imagine the backlash? Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be they, huge. It would just be people attacking their ISPs. It would probably be Facebook getting involved in well and saying, are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. So, most likely, if they're going to block a website, it's going to be a minor website that nobody really looks at anyways yeah um now here's the thing now the i can see where some people are freaking out that this is another way of controlling free speech because they could you know block or slow down connections to site to the point where people wouldn't want to go to that site anymore but the user but them in, in the day in the age of as they call it the internet of things there are literally billions of internet users worldwide that um and i mean if this is all the united states thing this is stupid but let's just say theoretically this goes like worldwide whatever the you're right the amount of backlash from uh from the you know worldwide internet users would be unreal it would be huge. It would like the, the FCC's phone lines for complaints would explode mm-hmm. with backlash, and oh, yeah. and that's where, like I say, like you know, even if they did change whatever the rules are, whatever, they're still gonna feel the they're still gonna feel the pain from all of us internet users, especially us Twitch streamers, by the way, because there we're there's a lot, and especially us gamers, because there's enough gamers in the world we could be our own nation, by the way. We could be our entire nation, which would be amazing. Um, like you know, it, it would the FCC would feel the pain of my of of uh, some some gamer reference I can't make right now, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, now um, let me let me pay attention to chat here. Um, so uh, referencing chat for those on SoundCloud. So uh, Libby Lover writes: So if someone ever watches your YouTube video in North Korea, it's probably Kim Jong Un. Uh, Hunter says, even if they revoke net neutrality, it will have a lot of uh, protests against it. Who knows? They br- they may bring it back if the protests went on and YouTube and YouTubers also. Level lover also quick jumps in here. I seriously think if it does happen, it probably. I uh, wouldn't be that bad. Um, maybe? I, I really don't think it's going to be that bad. Now, they did talk about what if you're a local small business got blocked by your ISP. Okay, seriously? Do you really think the ISP is going to pay too much attention to a small business? I, I really don't even see them blocking websites unless they actually have good cause to. Yeah, I mean, honest. like, 
Because it's it. Because here's the thing: like it's it's of no financial gain for an ISP to block a website. If anything, it's more financial gain for them to allow the website mm-hmm. because it's more traffic, more revenue, more ads, um, more support, uh, more charging for the ISP service. Um, I don't think you may be right. This may be a mountain out of molehill thing, but I don't want to like get too um to uh um oh, i can't think of the word is i don't want to get too lazy or guess about this and or laid back yeah. about this be like ah it's fine it is it could be a very real issue i can see the threat the potential threats that be yes um but we would have to just carefully watch and you know i mean granted not everybody has fast internet like myself and gertron um <laughs> You know, I can see this being a pain for the slower user, but it's it's what 2017, and most people have fast internet, except if you're on the satellite dish, which I feel sorry for, yeah, you, or, or in the satellite, or in the Red. boonies. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, interesting, very interesting. Uh, we're gonna head and move right along here. Um, by the way, why is this page just showing me my personal um activity? What was this reference to? The my activity portal? Yes. Yeah, well, that's because that's exactly what it's supposed to do. Okay, were we supposed when to... You click this... on it, it's a, it's a, there's no actual my activity portal that is uh, generic for everybody. Oh, okay. It, when you click on that, it takes you to yours. Well, no, what I'm trying to ask, I'm trying to ask was why yeah. did we why did why did you why was this in the article again? Or what was this yeah. for? Well, okay. So, Google Oh, was this for the Google recording thing? Yep. Oh, it's out of order. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm so sorry. That, that, that I derped. It, I derped. It's my I fault. Derped. Yeah, derped. I derped again. Um, I'm derping basically this morning. On that article. All right. So basically, Google is recording everything you say to a bot right now. And this uh, is a reference to their home assistant, by the way. Yes. Not just that, though. Ah. It's not just that, though. You see your Android phones that have Google in them. Do you know when you say, okay, Google? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, mine just heard me and <laughs> my phone was behind me and it heard me. <laughs> That's funny. Uh... Uh, so I'm not going to say that again. Um... Okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Troll. Boy. Continue. Uh, all right. So again, it's not just for the uh, the Google Home Assist. It's it's for anything. Okay. That saying okay, Google. Waiting for my <laughs> phone to hear me on that one. Uh, <laughs> it records all of that. Now it doesn't just record that. So, of course, this all stems off of the Google Home speaker, but uh, goes on, according to foxnews.com, a user of Google Home states, for the past year, I've been using my Google Home speaker to ask Google questions about my daily activities. I've asked about the weather, inquired about directions to a local police pizza place, and tried to find recipes for blueberry pancakes. Nothing too major. Uh, a few times, my wife would ask Google about <laughs> store hours at Costco and find out about the political news. Now, this week, and this is the Google Google Home user, I found out that my Google records every one of those questions using the My Activity Portal. Uh, you can also find out everything about your life. 
wow. there using the My Activity Portal because it keeps a record of everything. I actually got to look and I was like, holy cow. Okay, now for you guys to have Gmail or a Google account, this is for you. I'm posting a chat for you guys to please bookmark it and save it for yourself. Um, for SoundCloud users, I'm going to read it. Uh, this is going to be so dumb. I have to read a URL for SoundCloud users. I'm so sorry. So it's https colon forward slash forward slash myactivity.google.com forward slash myactivity. So for you guys on SoundCloud, that's for you. Um, so basically, um, once again, Google is tracking you. Everything. It's all a, it's all a ploy. Now, now Google's My Activity oh. Portal is both a blessing and a curse. It's yes. a blessing because it really does provide a one-stop shop of all your activity across all your various Google properties, like your Android phone, your browsing and Gmail, as well as Google Home Assistant. But it's also a curse because it really demonstrates the level of data that many massive technology companies collect in order for them to profit. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, so some some uh, comments here in chat. Zonal um, says, Internet is a human right now, so you would think changing the flow of it would be uh, unlawful. Okay, that must be for a net neutrality thing. Uh, Livy Lover writes in chat, Isn't it creepy that Siri hears everything you say because how else would Siri know you say Siri? Um, Zonal says he has an echo, and Livy Lover also says, uh omfg that is actually kind of creepy yes it is very <laughs> creepy uh indeed now users are typically not aware that they are being recorded worse wow. yet if you do disable the voice recording it neuters the speaker or other devices that rely on google assistant for, oh. voice for instance i i went a couple days by you know turning it off yeah and i tried to make a phone call because I'm, I'm used to saying okay google call such and such and it heard me again <laughs> darn you <laughs> <laughs> and it was like i can't do that because you have me turned off and i was like man because okay it, the feature is kind of awesome to be able to say that phrase right <laughs> that phrase <laughs> and it does things for you and it's nice I think mine's turned off on my phone. I've never used OK Google on my phone. Because I, because like I didn't, because my thing was I didn't like the idea of it like tracking me or recording things that I said. I think I turned it off initially when I first got my Note 4. I went through all the privacy stuff and switched off. And I can still make calls. Now, what is a little bit creepy, um, the phone application itself, if I can scroll through my billions of apps on my phone, which is ridiculous, it feels like a lot. Um, okay, well, I mean, even look at some of the, like, the Google stuff, like the, the Google Play service or the um, Google Play Store text-to-speech engine. I mean, the, all those have some insane permissions on those. Um, but I think on the map, or the, not the maps, the phone one in particular, I can find it. Had a lot of stuff. I don't know. I can't find it on here. Okay, whatever. Okay, while well, you're looking yeah. for that, Olivia Lover states... I definitely didn't. All I knew about me getting tracked is my Google history. And then she goes on to say, wouldn't that technically help hackers in a way? Yes, it would, actually. Yes. That's a good point. I believe it would, because if they hack your account, then they have access to all of your activity. 
Now, my suggestion and what I've kind of decided to do is every once in a while, I can't find it, by the go way. to your My Activity portal and just clear all the history. Yeah. So that way you're not like, you know, you can still keep using it, but at least you can clear it. Now, okay, now wait a minute. Hold on. Let's back up for a sec. You could hit clear. Question is, did it actually clear it? Because it could look like it's cleared for us, but still saved for them. Gertron? Oh, I, I was engrossed in something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was actually on the My Activity listening to the previous two, two times. It actually recorded my voice saying that I can play it, and it... It has the whoa. What I said before the actual phrase. Wow. So that proves right there that it actually is recording everything. But once you actually say that phrase, it must backtrack a few seconds, record that. It, it, that is just that is crazy. And it was how quickly. I mean, it it literally tells me everything I've done. Okay, so I'm done looking at the My Activity Portal because that scares me. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so what were you saying? Well, I was clearing my nose, so sorry about that. Um, so, let's see. Mob Farmer says in chat, uh, if this hasn't been covered, active two-factor, uh, activate two-factor authentication and add a password code for your cell phone. We've, we've talked about um, two-step. And I've stated my opinions about two-step. It is on an, on an episode. I think it's on one of our November episodes of the Morning Metro. Um, and I don't agree with it, but whatever. Um, but that's, yeah, like, if okay, so if, if Google gets gets hacked, which nothing is ever free from being hacked, mm-hmm. um, that is that much more data available to a, to a hacker, yes. I mm-hmm. could actually see that being very, um, very feasible for that so i mean that is definitely all the more to like you know to like freak out and be like you know basically yeah um that's some more data that the hacker has on you i didn't think about that that is pretty scary and that that is and uh olivia lover goes on wait a bloody second what if you say your password it would record it now my thinking is and i completely agree with you olivia lover my thinking is it's recording you 24 7 if uh, you have it on i'm thinking that's actually what's going on here but when you actually go to your my activity portal and you've actually said that particular phrase which is yeah what I'm saying, uh it, it only cuts out maybe a few seconds before you said the phrase and then a few seconds after you actually and whatever you said for it to actually do right so my thing is it probably has everything, but only shows you what they believe you only need to see. Right. So considering that, any conversation you're having is oh. not actually private if you have any device that is connected to the internet or Google in any way. Wow. That's, uh, that's oh man, that's, that's crazy. I mean, I just prefer, like, if I want to search something in Google... I'm just going to type it on my phone. I would just, I mean, I just literally just go to the, um, to the thing and, um, and, and look it up. Now, my dad, on the other hand, he actually does the thing where he'll hit the button. He'll be like, um, 
what he say like directions or location to or whatever. Google's probably recording that too. But I don't I don't want to use the only time I've ever used um now here's something interesting actually. I actually have used voice search and I actually haven't I don't see any of my activity in here, which is interesting. So apparently whatever I'm I'm gonna have to go look at some of this stuff. Whatever I'm doing apparently um hasn't been like recorded in, into this little like this little portal thing th- here, which is interesting. Hmm. Um and actually almost forgot there was a tweet that wired um uh did it's a two minute video that's in a tweet um that i'm gonna actually go ahead and dump in chat again for you guys so um you probably wonder why i'm dumping in there but hopefully you heard me say that before i did that well they talked about this um and for some reason there's no audio because i muted it because i'm dumb wants to get as much of your data now while while you're getting that set up i'm already set and ready oh well never mind that continue but don't with just a little effort and awareness, you can keep the info that matters to you safe and know what to do if it gets out anyway. Alexa, are you listening to everything I say? I only send audio back to Amazon when I hear you say the wake word. Okay, Google, what are you doing with my data? We do use data to show us, but do not share information with advertisers that would personally identify you. Yeah, honestly, it's so hard to get a straight answer out of a voice assistant these days, but they're good questions to ask. Amazon Echo, Google Home, and other devices that have Alexa and Google Assistant built in. These are some of the most promising new technologies to come along in years. And they're genuinely useful to have around, whether it's to settle a bet, uh, help out with a recipe. But it can also feel a little creepy to have a speaker in your house that's always listening. What exactly is it doing with that info? Where does it go? Here's the good news. While their microphones are always on, Google Home and Alexa don't actually do anything with your voice until you say their wake word, which is usually just OK Google or Alexa. Easy enough. Your fight over who's taking out the trash this time does not leave the house. But what about after you say the wake word? That's when it gets a little trickier. Voice assistants need to be able to pull their information from the entire internet to work properly, which means they send your request back to a faraway server somewhere. Both Amazon and Google, though, let you see what requests have been logged. So you can look in your Alexa app or go to myactivity.google.com and see what Amazon and Google are storing. That's also where you can delete your voice requests if you don't want them lurking on corporate servers somewhere. And you probably don't. And if you're still anxious about Echo and Home, remember that both come equipped with a handy mute button. The Echoes is on top and Google Homes is in the back. Ah, just remember that button. If they That's good. To you, they're basically fancy paperweights. So yeah, I mean you can do that, but honestly, just just no. It still it still doesn't make me feel any better. Still doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> nope. Okay, okay. Z- Zonal says that just set off my echo. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Oh right. boy. So that's uh, funny. Amazon Echo requires a keyword Alexa before it starts recording according to an Amazon Echo speaker. And then a Google rep comes out and says and confirms our beliefs. Google only stores voice-based queries received after recognizing the hot word. Hot word detection runs locally on the device. And if the hot word is not detected, the audio snippet stays local on the device and is discarded. If the hot word is recognized, the data, including the query contents, are sent to Google servers for analysis. For analyzing and storage in my activity. And oh. then I can never 
Let me, uh, farmer yeah, is, this is actually, this is good here. Right, this definitely, read this comment. I like this here. If you have an integrated, integrated switch there you go. or web-managed switch, you can mirror all traffic and then use Wireshark or other hook at what traffic is sent and when or enterprise-grade switch. Ah, ah, nailed it. Yep. Yeah, so that's definitely um, a way that you can... Um, yeah, man. Now, though, the cowman Joe is not going to go buy and manage Switch. I know that. No, I mean, they might, but you could. That's actually not too bad, though, using an, an integrated Switch. I never thought about our network managed Switch. I wish I had one for my network, honestly. I really do. I would love to invest in one. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up burning out burning out this article, but yeah, I just it is scary. It's it's just I really wish this wasn't a thing. But as a geek, and they are cheap on eBay, Mob Farmer, you're awesome. Um, so yeah, this uh, just mm, creepy. Moving on to oh, next thing. Boy. Uh, U.S. warns public about attack on energy industrial firms. Now this this looks pretty juicy. Uh, so I'm gonna see if I can go ahead and read something. And I'm sure there's notes about it because we usually write notes about stuff. Let me scroll down. Uh, so according to my show notes, the U.S. government issued a rare public warning that uh, facilitate hackers are targeting energy and industrial firms. The latest sign that cyber attacks on the present on increasing threat to the power industry and other public infrastructure. Department of Homeland Security and Federal Bureau of Investigation warned in a report distributed via email late on Friday, this must have been probably a couple of Fridays ago, that the nuclear energy uh, evasion, water aviation. and aviation, uh, water and critical manufacturing uh, industries have been targeted along with government entities and attacks dating back to late to uh, to at least May. Uh, the agencies warned that hackers had succeeded in compromising some target networks but did not identify specific victims or describe any cases of sabotage. The object of the attackers is to compromise organized networks with malicious emails and tainted websites to obtain credentials for accessing computer networks of their targets, the report said. U.S. Uh, authorities have been monitoring the activity for months, which, which they initially detailed in a con, uh, confidential June report, first reported by Roots, I think it's, I say Reuters, that uh, that document was privately distributed to firms uh, at risk of attacks, uh, dis- described a narrow set of activity focusing on nuclear energy and critical manufacturing sectors. Uh, all of this is probably apparently from foxnews.com. I suppose there's a video, apparently, but I don't know. That video is actually not loading for me for some reason. Um, That's unfortunate. Let me see actually if this video loads. I don't know. Yep, this is a video that, that again... Okay, so side note, guys. I know we get a lot of our articles from FoxNews.com. I'm really sorry. I have a particular submitter who has been upgraded. Um, I have a particular submitter who. Uh, uh, oh, Zonal, thank you for donation of one dollar. I appreciate that, dude. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, we have a particular submitter that likes to get their sources from Fox News. So I'm going to head and um, uh, see if the article. Let's see if this will play here. Center for Digital Government Senior Fellow. Um, oh, you know what? You know what Fox News does? They make a video and then they type out their article. So ba- I think actually we could probably just talk about this pretty much without the video here. So basically, 
and it actually has been talked about for several decades, that the American infrastructure of our power, whatever, is actually getting very, is actually aging and very susceptible to attacks. Um, I mean, if you look at, um, uh, what is it? Um, uh, the att- uh, some Okay, sometime back in 2011, um, can you put the link in the chat? I certainly can. Yes, I can. Uh, you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll post it right quick. I, uh, I just did. Oh, yeah. Beat you Thank to you. it. Got a hot trigger over here. Um, that sounded weird. Anyway, uh, so um, die hard for anyone uh, zonal. Um, so basically, it has been talked about for several years that um, uh, that the America's infrastructure um, is very vulnerable um, and is actually is aging. And as I said, back in like 2011, we actually, or sometime in early 2000, we actually had a very major, uh, I'm going to say power network failure where I guess it was like part of the upper half of the Eastern seaboard, I think like lost power for a couple hours or something like that. And I don't know if that was a cause. I don't think it was because of a, a specific like network attack, but we are very vulnerable in America. I mean, look at the government getting hacked and stuff. So it's like, you know, and I and I hate this so much. It's like, it's so frustrating. We have, this kills me. We have the technology, without breaking my voice, we have the technology to fix literally everything. But why don't we do it? Because some greedy bugger doesn't want to invest the money in it. And I hate it. Everything is driven by money, and it's not fair. Rather than things being driven by technology, they're driven by somebody's bottom line. It's uh-huh. annoying. And then you wonder why we have problems, and we have issues, war- you know, we have these warnings put out like we do. And it's like, come on! When are you going to get the message? Freak the heck with the money. Get the job done. Exactly. Gertrude, thoughts? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we've we've had the same power grid for how long now? The, yeah. Everything's breaking down. I mean, when they first put it in, it was nice and shiny and new. But yes. now they're, it would cost a lot of money to upgrade everything. I know. But wouldn't it cost even more if all of a sudden the entire electrical company there was you hacked go. and yes. there was no power for months. There you go. There I, you go. I, I watched this uh, show called, uh, I think it was called Revolution. And basically what had happened, uh, some private sector was working on some sort of nanite thing or something like that. And it accidentally exploded and it completely wiped out every electronic <laughs> device in the entire world. Wow. And it also prevented any electronic device from ever working again. Yeah. So imagine if something like that happened. I mean, you'd be back into the Stone Age again. Yeah. I mean, it would be crazy. Absolutely. So they need to get it fixed. And yes, it's going to cost a lot of money, which also probably means that us as well, as far as in America goes, I don't know if everybody here is from America, but it means our taxes would go up, yep. you know, to help pay for some of it. But would it be worth it? Probably. Yeah. 
I mean, I just think it's just annoying that, like, we're sitting on... We're... we're, we're, We're sitting on vulnerability. We have talked about this on this show so many times. Vulnerability. No virus protection. Um, lack of security. You know, guys, this is getting this is getting ridiculous. We sh- this should not be an ongoing issue. Um, yeah, I see some comments here in the chat. Yep. Liv- uh, mob fun- uh, mob farmer says, patch your systems. Most attacks are are uh, preventable if you apply patches ASP after they are released. If you care about your data, uh, I I I, I want to make a comment before you go on to the next one. Go ahead. All right. Making sure you have the patches, the most recent patches installed is great. But what about the patches that haven't even been released yet because they haven't found the security loopholes? Now, just just because you keep your system up to date doesn't mean it's completely safe because right. the whole point of patches is because they found a hole in the system and say, oh, we found a hole. Oh. Let's fix it. If they don't find the hole, oh, man. then there's no patch for it. That's a good so, point. Kind of crazy. Now, uh, I'll go ahead and read Olivia Lover here states, the thing about this money talk for me is actually kind of sad because, for one, it's like Scrooge. Two, we celebrate Thanksgiving where we say what we are thankful for, but there isn't that much because this world is sadly circled around money. This is true. Now, uh, Zonal states the NHS hacker got here and it was not i'm not sure what that was actually about i don't know what nhs stands for that's uh that's the hospital that got wanna cry oh yes okay i, I know oh, he's talking about make people cry probably yeah, you know what i mean yeah. yeah it made a lot of people upset um Ma Falmer also states that most of most of the recent attacks have been pre- preventable Usually, I'm not, fun, I'm not arguing with you, dude. Most of them, yes, have been prevented, but it was only after the uh, some system did get attacked. You have to get attacked to know what the what the vulnerability is. That's why you have people like ethic. That's why you have ethical hackers who purposefully hack systems. Now, actually, side note to that: if you do have an ethical hacker, you can actually find what the hack is sooner than the attacker does and patch it before then. So yes, I can see where you're saying the most of them are pretty preventable. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I like to. Um, uh, uh, I, I would love to. Um, oh. Yeah, Liver just got time now. I see that link there though. Uh, oh, but it was only one second. I'm just going to one moment. He's uh, previewing the link here. Um, yeah, like I, but I don't want to be sitting here. I don't want to be sitting here one day streaming. Or doing whatever. And suddenly, my power goes out. Now, the cool part is my, ba- my computers are on battery backups. So I can, I can shut them down safely. All my systems are. But I don't want to be sitting here one day and realize that the power is out. And the refrigerator stopped working. It stopped running. Ah. And, um, and uh, you know, be out for days. Because some idiot, somewhere somehow did not care enough about the well-being of Americans to patch a system that carried electricity to my house. That is unnerving. These people have the power to do this, and they don't do it. And that's really stupid. 
So, uh, Gertrude, what was the what you got over there with the links? So we uh, got a good one there. Uh, uh, well, basically, it's a YouTube video about a game called Watch Dogs. Oh, I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I believe after reading through some comments, because there's not a whole bunch of. Uh... Well, wait. I just see. Oh, it's talking about hacking. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so this might actually be interesting because uh, it, as far as this here says, the truth about Watch Dogs hacks may be one of the scariest and most real threats we've yet tackled on Game Theory. Basically, they're saying that the the video game Watch Dogs <laughs> is more real life than we really know. So, you know, I'll go ahead and post the link. Okay, cool. Uh um but yeah i mean it's it's just a i'm gonna end up i've already stated my thought i don't have any more to say about this unless you have anything more if not i'm gonna go ahead and move on to the last article which is actually a very lighter article if i may if i may add um any more thoughts go are we good on this chat any other more thoughts on this we good i think we're good on that all right go ahead and move on all right so there is some good in the world thank you lord and we're going to talk about this. Um, oh, my farmer just put in one more. I'm going to go ahead and read this really quick. Let me go back to our news desk here. Uh, patching is easy for a few systems. My life for for the last 18 months is patching 1,200 systems monthly. Wow. One week to get patches and then test next week to apply to the devs and test systems. Then the following two weeks is patching uh, production. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wow. Crazy, dude. Sounds like fun, though. I wouldn't mind doing that myself. I wouldn't mind having a job like that. Because um, I love breaking and testing stuff. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, um, a very a very heartwarming story. Uh, basically, a homeless veteran gave his last $20 to a woman who was on her way to, a, uh, to visit some friends. And she turned around and made the love grow even more. And I'm going to go ahead and just reference all the photos and just read, read the captions instead. Uh, driving to Philly one night, I made a mistake of thinking that I, uh, I'm able to make it all the way down uh, I-95 with my gas light on. I was wrong. I never ran out of gas before, and my heart was beating out of my chest after Kate pulled over and a homeless man approached her uh, for... Uh, wow. Approached... Okay, for, uh, I read that wrong. He saw, he saw me, pulled over, and knew something was wrong. The man told me to get back in the car and lock the doors because it wasn't safe outside. A few minutes later, he comes back with a red gas can using his last $20 to make sure I got home safe. Johnny was an uh, ammun- uh, ammunition technician in the Marines and had been a firefighter and paramedic before getting hit by hard times. This is a photos of him before. Um, he is truly... He is truly a great, uh, great guy. He was one of the one of our best emergency technicians in the University of North Carolina Hospital. Uh, uh, McCure, McCure started a fundraising campaign to pay Johnny back, and his initial reaction was priceless. And there's a video actually to this. To go ahead and jump, dump in the chat here. Um, so uh, they started a GoFundMe page. And originally, uh, the article now this of the day of this article being written, um, I don't know where the where the uh, re- let's see here. Let me scroll up really quick. Uh, this was written one week ago, and 
as of then, now the the at the time of writing the art of the article being written, it was over two hundred eighty nine thousand six hundred eighty seven dollars raised. However, on the actual funding page, they have raised over three hundred ninety five thousand and forty four dollars for this man to get his life back on track again, and that is really wow. super amazing. And just within the last hour, uh, another $40 have been donated. Let me refresh the page here. Uh, hey, yeah, wow, that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> that's so, more than I'll make in a lifetime. <laughs> uh, so Lily Lover um, has a couple comments here. Let's see. It's sad homeless people are one of um, one of the kindest in the world. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is sadly, that is a sad commentary right there. But yes, very true. Um and uh, Gertrude had a funny comment, right? <laughs> well, you know, you know, maybe I should go out there, act like I'm homeless, give somebody twenty dollars for gas, and see if I can get a GoFundMe page going. That's terrible. I, you know, lies, lies, deception. deception. Right, right. Um, that is really cool, actually. That really kind of shows that there really is still some good in this world, honestly. Um. Gertrude, can you check out the another link I about this? Okay, um, he he cannot. Yeah. Um, I think you can actually should be able actually to whisper Gertrude links. Actually, if you got your whispers turned on, Gertrude. Yeah, my whispers are turned on. Hey, Olivia Lover, just whisper the link to me. Um, but um, yeah, that is that's really cool that like they've been able to raise so much for this guy. That is really cool. And his reaction was very. He just was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this." He was just very. Um, he was just really, really excited when he got, when he realized how much had been raised for him and stuff. And that's really, really super cool. So, um, yeah, that's, that's good for him. I really hope the, I really, um, hope the best for him actually, that he really gets his life, um, back on track and everything, you know, goes well for him. I would love to see this guy come back on top. It's really awesome, but it's also, it's also really a sad reminder of a harsh reality that we live in. Unfortunately, this stuff like that, it happens. Uh, Mob Farmer says in chat, many people who pretend to be homeless standing by freeways ex- uh, exits have full-time jobs. Many of the people uh, have that uh, have full-time jobs, and they are more and they make more money pay, uh, playing homeless than they do at their day jobs. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow, that's that is crazy. That that's that that that's also an unfortunate truth too. But you know, some of them are actually legit. So you never know. It's kind of to trust that everything will work out okay. Um, so we have one final thing. And this is actually more of a uh, recommended by us um, sort of a thing. You may have noticed or may have heard, um, especially those on SoundCloud would definitely hear, that uh, I've been hearing having a little uh, email sound go off. And that's because I have a very cool ex- uh, extension for Google Chrome. This is for all the email people at your workplace. Uh, it is called the Checker Plus for Gmail. And basically what it does is it actually will check your Gmail and will actually pop a little notification and uh, will let you customize all the setting, the sound. Uh, I have not had a chance to customize mine, but I do have it installed right now. And I really actually enjoy it. It's quite cool. I can just click this little button and it you know shows the uh, my uh, my email and stuff like that. So if you really want a cool way to check your email i'll put this in chat for you guys for those who use email heavily um there you go 
It's by Jason uh, uh, Savard, who is known as the Green Programmer. And he also has very he has some other very cool apps as well. Um, he's got Calendar, Photo, uh, he's got Google Drive, and also a Webmail Ad Blocker. So um, very very cool. So if you guys want to check it out, recommended by us. Gertrude actually told it about me. I thought it was so cool. We threw in the show last minute. So there you go. Something yeah. useful to start off your Monday because this this episode will get posted on Monday. It is obviously Saturday, so you can start your uh, Saturday off right by having this extension installed. But, um, yep, that's our last thing. Yeah. Uh, Gertrude. I, I will say that Go as ahead. far as the Checker Plus for Gmail goes, I have been using it for, like, over five years. Like, yeah. a long time. And it works awesome. Now, some of the features in there you do have to pay for, but but it's, it's, it's a one-time deal. I, I haven't paid for it, but it's okay. It's okay. It, hey, it so, works still great. Hey, some free stuff is good, you know? Sometimes you yeah. get what you want for free. So, um, yep, check it out. Uh, Mob Farmer's comment is hilarious. Email is dead to me. I get uh, far too much email. That's, th- uh, that's, it's, oh, it's become pointless. It sucks when machines generate emails. Very true. Spam mail. Spam Bam. mail. So, um, wow, that was a long, that felt like a long hour. Dang. Um, thank you guys so, so much for watching. Um, and also to our SoundCloud listeners, thank you so much for listening. We are, uh, appreciate your time. And um, we also appreciate you guys uh, participating in chat as well. Um, thank you, uh, Zonal and Mob Farmer and um, uh, whoever else is in chat that I didn't shout out. Hunter and I know Crab King is here for a bit and also a nearby player as well. Thank you guys so, so much for um, watching. Um, I may do a uh afternoon stream because i don't have a lot to do today so i might do that we'll see so keep an eye on my discord and twitter you can follow me at josh underscore grow 21 also you can join us on discord by doing exclamation discord in the chat um we can uh, get together with fellow nerdies and gamers and and uh make friends and stuff like that which i always encourage people to join um thank you gertrude for that link appreciate that and um yeah thank you so so much for watching and until then we will catch you all next time yeah